0: Well, hello and welcome back to Finding Our Way, our Southridge Church member podcast designed to give you the inside scoop on life in our church. I want to introduce you to our family life pastor and host for today, Carrie Jones. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Finding Our Way. It's a Southridge member podcast and today I'm super happy to introduce all of you to Dan Scott, So Dan is the curriculum director of 252 Kids and 252 Preteen Weekend Strategies, and that's the orange curriculum that we actually use here at Southridge. And um, I've invited Dan onto the Southridge podcast today specifically to talk with us about partnering with parents. And, you know, um, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself, but basically you need to know that he loves families. And so Dan, um, can you say hello to everyone?
1: Hey everyone. Thanks for um, having me on.
0: So good. Um you know, before we dive into this conversation, would you just be willing to give us a bit of a snapshot into your world and um just what life is like for you these days during the pandemic, um especially as a parent?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, a snapshot into my world. I'm actually at the office, which I'm the only one at the office right now on two floors. I'm the only one here. Uh, nice. so we've sort of, you know, we've been part of the whole kind of sheltering at home and just trying to figure out what life is like and trying to do this safely and working well together. and um you know as a as a parent, I have four kids. Uh, they are four teenagers, and so, Uh, last year around this time, we all, we, we came home and I, you know, it's been super interesting to have like my oldest, he's, uh, he's a senior. And last year, you know, he was trying to take all these AP tests, you know, online in a pandemic, you know, and I I think it's just navigating every day you wake up and there could be something different that you have to deal with. And, you know, we in our schools our, our schools are back in session so our kids have been going in person to school but like a couple of weeks ago we got the you know the notice that my daughter was in like the contact you know mm-hmm. so she had to come home for two weeks and uh, you know like so there's just sort of that kind of stuff where you just don't know and so i think we're all i'd I loved I, I think we're all saying you know we're all in this together um, mm-hmm. but we are and I, on our on our own level but yeah, it's just waking up and saying, well, what's today going to bring? And then going from there. <laughs> you know? right. that's, that's been that's been life during the pandemic.
0: Right. In some ways, sure. like every day is the same. And yet in other ways, it's like, you never know what the day is going to bring.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like when I when the phone rings and it's like the school, you're like, oh, like, <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. And, you're, and then it's like a roto call and it's just an announcement. But you you do, you wonder like, oh, is this the phone call? Are we contact traced? Are we going to be home for two weeks? And sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure.
0: Well, and um, you know, for those who don't know where um, the Orange offices are, can you give our listeners a sense of like where you're located?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the Southern United States. We're uh, north of Atlanta. So if you go to Disney or, you know, anywhere in Florida, you probably (laughs) have, and you've taken the, the, an airline, you've stopped at Atlanta, and on your way there, yeah. Uh, so we're about forty-five minutes north of the airport. Okay. Um, and uh, we're in a little town called Cumming, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a really it's a it's a fun neighborhood where we are. Um, yeah. But we're down here, and it's warm. Uh, you warm. guys are, you know, I, I I I hate to say that, but it is. Oh, it's, that's. We're, we're warm right now. <laughs>
0: Well, and I've actually been to the office where Dan works um, for an orange related conference, so I can actually picture exactly uh, where you are today, which is kind of cool. yeah um, but yeah, tell us you know as you look back on on this season and we're very much still mm-hmm. in the pandemic, of course, but yeah what has been what has been bringing you joy? what has been sustaining you in this
1: I'm yeah, for sure I you know, so if you're into the Enneagram, I'm a seven. Mm I, I, what's been hard for me is I'm an explorer. Like that is my, my natural inclination is to be out and about in the world. I travel a lot. I, for, you know, for orange and for speaking. And I I love that. And I've been grounded this year. And it's, it's been one of those things where what does, what does my personality look like in a time when I can't really Mm -hmm. maximize my personality and so for me sustaining has been like exploring ideas and i've been reading and i've been researching and you know i have all of these ideas that i i'm excited to see like come into play even with what we do at orange and how we help families and how we help kids grow in -hmm. their faith and relationship with jesus um for so so that's been really great uh you know time with family that we haven't hmm. you know it's it different it's different um you know because we're in the house a lot more together we're not out and about the way we were you know even a year and a half ago and so that has been good for us um and then the last thing i love music i I have a playlist for everything. And so for me, I've been like revisiting music from like that I listened to in high school or that I listened to in college and sort of just kind of, it, it's, been, it's just been fun, um, you know, just trying to make the best of these these times.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I hear what you're saying about um, lots of family time. I mean, I have I have three kids um, and we've never spent this much time together since yeah. we were little. And, you know, there's challenges, of course, that go along with that. And yet I have to remind myself that we will probably never have this time again in this kind of intensity. So, so interesting. And I had to laugh about your comment about the Enneagram because, um, you know, some of the people listening will know that I'm a really big Enneagram enthusiast. So
1: oh, that's funny.
0: (laughs) I'm a type one and okay. Okay. I am dying to get on an airplane and travel somewhere. So I can only imagine what it must be like for a seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Totally. But that's really cool. Hey, so can you share um with us a little bit just about, you know, your backgrounds? Um, you started to get into your family dynamics a bit. Like share with us, you know, where you grew up, your family, and even how you landed at Orange as a career.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh So I grew up in New Jersey, uh, right outside of New York City, uh, about maybe like 20 minutes outside of the city. And uh, it was just my, it was my parents and I have, I have one sister and my dad was basically I, I, the word legacy or heritage comes to mind. Like we just have a very rich heritage of faith. Um, we can't think of a generation that didn't really have a relationship with God. Like we just have sort of been entrenched in that our, our entire lives. And, wow. um, my, my grandparents were, you know, on the deacon board and, you know, the the trustee and they were all in church leadership. And my dad has been on staff at every church mm-hmm. I've ever attended, um, not, he he was bi bi-voca- he, he's bivocational um, he had a job in cor- in the corporate world but um, on the weekends he was the choir director um, at the at the church we attended and um, so so church and spirituality and faith has definitely always been a part mm. of my upbringing which you know i know is is sort of rare you know like it, it's just i so i i understand that and i i mm. look on that with you know feeling blessed uh to ha- to have that um it doesn't mean that there were not like downtimes but i mean it, it definitely there there's that grounding there um which has been good but which is really interesting because i watched sort of like the uh, you know the the church meetings and the all the church politics that sometimes had to play like i honestly didn't want a job in the church. Like I was like, I love Jesus. I do Mm. not want a job in this, you know, in this field. And so I was going off in a completely different direction. Uh, I was going to go into speech therapy and uh, I was a theater major. Like I was just doing all these different things. And I went on a missions trip my freshman year of college uh, to England. And we got to go into schools and use theater in these schools during their religion hour to sort of explain the truth of of God and you know and and Jesus and the the whole thing and yeah. I was like I love this this is possible like I didn't know like it was just one of those like where your mind is open to a brand new way of using a gift and a skill set that you know I had so um that was really a cool moment for me and it was sort of that trip that sort of reframed how I viewed my part in the Mm. church. Um, And, and so that I ended up changing my major, adding a major. So I graduated with an elementary education major, uh, middle school, I taught for a year. And I taught English and Bible. And while I was teaching Bible, I had to create the curriculum. And I was like, Mm. I love this, this is so much fun. Uh, And so I went to seminary. And while in seminary, uh, I got an internship as a family ministries director at a church in Michigan. That's where the seminary was. Okay. And we started using this curriculum called 252. It was 2004. It was one of the, like, it was way, way back in the day. Uh, and we ended up becoming an orange church. We were an orange tour stop and we had a, this struck up this relationship with, with Reggie the team here and uh in 2011 my family was just looking to move um we were i sort of was ready for something else and i was talking with reggie and he invited me to come down here and um at that time i had we really didn't know what this would end up looking like it was more like Mm -hmm. hey just come down here and we'll make something up and uh it was totally that it was like it was totally like the napkin writing down some tasks on a napkin, you know, and I was like, does this this sound good? And I'm like, sure, you know, this is the Enneagram seven. I'm like, sure, this sounds great. Like, let's just do it. And uh, my wife's a five, Jenna is a five. And so she's Uh like, are we sure this is okay? Like she starts like researching it. And like, so, you know, the whole thing and the traffic and all the different things. But so we ended up coming down here and yeah. So the role is sort of, more changed, and now i do what i do but um it's great i we work with a great team and everyone here is so committed to families and seeing families be the best family they can be with with what sort of they've been given you know Um, that there is no perfect picture of a family it's we are a family and we make the most of that and so we just Mm. love creating resources to help churches and families do that. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, that's so cool! I love that. I mean, I've had a couple conversations with Reggie over the years through some of these conferences, and when you talk about the napkin, I'm like, oh, I could absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Oh goodness, that's good. Um, what do you love most
1: about your job? Um. Yeah. I. Man, that, there's so many things. I am, you know, I, I said earlier I'm an explorer, and I I think what this has allowed us to do is, you know, when I'm I loved the local church for for several reasons. I loved be having a relationship. I was at the same church for eight years as a children's pastor, eventually as a children's pastor, and loved the relationship with families. But I love looking at. I'm a big picture person. I'm a what. What is the trend and how does the trend relate to the specific story Mm. and what our team and my role on our team is, you know, what is the foundation of faith that we are giving kids as they, as we know what happens when you grow up, as we know that you start thinking like a philosopher and you start to ask questions, what's the foundation we can give kids that won't completely fall apart when they start asking the hard questions about their faith. Um, you know, and so I, I love that we get to be part of that. We get to be part of crafting conversations that kids are having with trusted leaders and their parents. And, um, it's, it's a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Um, but we just have such a great team here and everyone is so, creative and committed and they're smart about their the you know what they're reading and we're just sort of this collaborative organization that's all just trying to maximize the time a family has you know yeah. with their kids
0: right right oh my goodness because it really does go by so fast
1: so fast I have so 20 smart. weeks left with my you know we have the countdown on the parent queue app. I have 20 yeah. weeks left with my oldest. And it's like like when it went under 25, I was like, oh my goodness, like this uh-huh. really is coming really fast.
0: Honestly, um, I have three daughters and our middle daughter just got engaged uh recently.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah.
0: Um, and then like my youngest, um, I just realized is starting high school in September, and I'm like, What is happening? Um, mm-hmm. literally just feels like a few years ago. Uh, she was graduating from preschool so it yeah. it, goes, it goes by fast i love i love your language about you know maximizing and making it the most of the time that we have um i want to chat about partnering with parents because yes you know at southridge that's just such a high value for us um you know we talk about really our family ministry exists for one purpose and that's to make spiritual progress in kids and youth. And we do that through a few ways, but one of the ways we do that is through partnering with parents, You know, believing that parents are the spiritual champions. They're the spiritual leaders in the home and we wanna come Mm along and support them. Um, What are you sensing is the greatest need that parents have right now? And what kind of struggles are you hearing about um, Mm -hmm. sensing that parents are facing
1: in these days? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we've, gosh, where do I start? Uh, so um, I parents felt, and, and I felt this as a parent, prior to 2020, prior to you know, a year ago, that you wear a lot of hats. you, you know, you, you know you wear I'm, I, I'm a worker, I'm a husband. I'm a dad, I'm a friend but yeah. i but I wasn't a teacher. <laughs> um, I wasn't a small group leader. I wasn't my you know, and all of a sudden in in literally like the blink of an eye, our life went from I'm a parent to oh, I'm a parent and a teacher and a pastor and a small group leader, yeah and a mentor and a coach and a you know like now I'm all of these things. Right. that literally just uh, four weeks ago weren't part of my job description right um, and i get and, yeah 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 and and now i'm now it's 24/7 now you know so now yeah for sure 100% <laughs> so if you are if you know i we joke like my my one daughter and and i are like we're the same person and so because we're the same person we you know, obviously like you just clash, like you just, cause you're the same person and you don't get a break. Like, like now you're like in, the, uh, so you have to like, now you're navigating your tensions more, like right. you already were, but now it's harder to escape them. And, and depending on where you live and what your home life is like, like you may not be able to you know, go to the next room or go to a basement or, you know, so you are just having to navigate things in a much higher, there's a higher stress. There's, you know, there's anxiety that you didn't even know you had, but all of a sudden you have it, you know, and it's, I, I think it's just that. And what we talked about earlier with like, it's every day is an unknown. You know, like, yes, it's the same, but I felt like every time I watched the news or every time I pulled up Twitter, there was a new piece of information that affected Mm -hmm. something else in my life. And, um, that, that I think is that is all the added stuff. So I'm not, you know, so it's like, yeah, I can be a parent, but now I have to be a parent and a teacher and I have to still do my job and I still have to, you know, Cook and get food on the table, and right. there's no toilet paper anywhere. You know, like it's just like these like crazy, weird things that happened. Yeah, um, but I think what what we need to know is like we're all feeling that none of us are doing this on our own. Uh-huh. Um, we are all in the same boat. It's whether we're willing to be honest about it and talk about it and say, you know what, this is really hard right now. Um, uh-huh. And so some of that is there.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. And then I, I think too, about just the fatigue, right? Um, yeah. We talk uh, a lot Zoom fatigue, but I was reading this week about decision-making fatigue, like how every decision we make yeah. just a little bit more complicated, a little bit harder because you're also yes. factoring in, you know, health risks um, all the time. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's a, a challenging season for all of us, um, especially for parents. So, I mean, the pandemic has illuminated so much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I guess for parents, you know, what are the opportunities? What are the concerns? What are you hearing? What are you sensing? What are you seeing that the pandemic has?
1: illuminated? Yeah. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, we start, we always, you know, Orge, we always start with the premise that every parent wants to be a better parent. Yeah. Right? Like we, and, but I think the pandemic sort of illuminated from the church side, Mm -hmm. we're seeing churches that thought they were giving parents what they need, Mm -hmm. maybe didn't, I, I, so I'll say it like this. I think parents always thought they were they had both hands on the steering wheel,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: really, they had one hand on the steering wheel and the church had the other hand on the steering wheel. Okay. And that really is a good thing on some level because you're partnering together and you're you're driving the car and you're both raising, you know, it takes a village to raise these kids and 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 that's all true. But this is said, oh, wait, like I'm the only driver now because I can't go to the church for help and or or the church can only offer me so much help. I really do need to Mm. take advantage of these opportunities because now they're not going to this building with this small group with, you know, these activities or this message or these things I have to figure out how to bring that into my world and make that happen at home. Wow. And, and A, it was a great opportunity for parents, but mm. B, it totally freaked them out at right. the same time. Right. And so then it became a hands in the air. I I don't know what to do. What do I do? Like so, you know, do I do nothing or you know, <laughs> do they sit with me while I watch church or, you know, Uh, Is it really that bad? And, you know, because then we were like trying to weigh like, oh, is this like a two week thing where I can just not worry about it? And then as you're getting into like month two, you're like, oh, no, I really have to do something about this. Like, I really do want my kids to have a growing faith, but I guess I'm in charge of this now. And the truth is. As a parent, you've always been in charge of it. Mm hmm it's have you taken advantage of all the opportunities to make the most of that, you know, uh, of the time that you have with your, uh, your kids or do you like bank on the church filling in the gaps, you know? Um, And so, you know, and this is not full, man, this is not meant to guilt or shame or any of that for a parent. We are, all doing the best we can with what we know at the time yeah but as soon as we know something different or know something that we possibly could do better that gives us an opportunity to grow and change and and move forward Mm -hmm. um and i think pandemic has said oh man what does it mean to move forward when the world has stopped Mm -hmm. um and that that's been a huge opportunity for parents. I know it's been a huge opportunity for my family. Like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm the one, I, I can have these conversations with my kids. It's not, it's not scary to talk about faith. It's not scary to, you know, um, to field really hard questions about things uh, because I, I really want to be that person in their life anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have to be their per- that, that person in their life.
0: Right, right, and kids have probably never had more
1: questions. Oh my goodness, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, parent who's listening, um, you know, and again, we talk, we've talked for years and years about how parents are the spiritual champions, the spiritual leaders in their home, and yet this pandemic has really, in a lot of ways, put that to the test. Like, yeah, are, are we actually? playing that role in our homes. And what does that look like? Yeah, um, sure. So, so for a parent who, who is listening and, and they want to develop and grow into that role, um, mm-hmm. what do you want to say to them?
1: I would say first and foremost, know your, know your kid, get mm. to know your kid, which, which sounds really weird. Cause you're like, well, they're my kid. Like, of course I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think pandemic showed me like, oh, I thought you liked this music. And now you really do like this music because now I, I know because we're in the same room or we're in the same house all the time. So, you know, um, or or like, what are your dreams? What are your hopes? Where do you want to go? Where do you, like, uh, because, you know, like a, a parenting book is, even any research that you do on parenting, uh-huh. it's written from a perspective. And so even when you're getting started in any sort of parenting initiative, like I have to know who my kid is and what my kid needs Mm -hmm. at this season of life. Um, I can't read this book and automatically or or listen to this podcast or, you know, know, watch this YouTube video and immediately transfer it to how I parent my child. I have to take the best of these conversations and say, okay, well, what does my kid need right now? And so... Uh, pandemic has given us a lot of time. We said this family time. Like, what does dinner time conversation look like? What does drive time mm. conversation look like? What does bedtime conversation look like? W- you know, how are we and who are we in those moments? You know, one of the yeah. biggest things that I've learned as a parent is I'm not before my kids go to school asking them about something difficult and hard. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not the counselor before they go to school because. Before they go to school, I'm a coach, I'm an encourager, I'm a champion, I'm a cheerleader. I'm trying to get them just to face the day with confidence and grit and get through it. At night, when they're tired and they're thinking, that's when I put on the counselor hat. That's when I have the difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, The dinner table for us has been really a good, like, I think I'm a teacher. My wife and I were like teachers. At the mm-hmm. dinner table, because that seems when they're asking, like, "Hey, so someone said this thing at school today, and uh, is is this really what happened? Like, it was maybe something." In the, I mean, we're in the United States, so we've had like this has been a political year. There's sure. been all sorts of stuff in the news, uh, as I'm sure you all have, you know, eavesdropped on from up there. And um, <laughs> my my family has had lots of questions about that. You know, living yeah. in the South and and uh, yeah. it's that it, we've it's just been a year of learning. Um, but you know, I think just, gosh, if we could normalize our struggles, yeah, that remember that we're not alone. That we're not the only one dealing with um, a toddler <laughs> who's like in their terrible two phase. We're not the only one dealing with you know an eight year old who can't sit still in front of a Zoom you know Zoom yeah. school um that we're not the only mom with a teenager who just wants to shut their door and you know listen to loud music like mm. we there's another parent out there going through that same thing and yeah. it's okay for us to ask for help and it's okay for us to not it's a parenting is such a long game mm. um like i I can be the best parent today Uh with what we know today, Uh but also know, okay, the investment I'm making today is not just about today. It's about tomorrow and it's about a month from now. And it's about a year from now. And, and, and just knowing that the time, I don't have to do everything today. I can make tiny investments over time, Mm. which then lead to something big. So if today it's, Man, I can get everyone around the dinner table and we can have a dinner time conversation. That's your win for today, yeah. and be super, super cool with that. Yeah. Um, but if tomorrow is I can gather us around and we can watch church together, or we can, you know, have a we can read this devotional. To the, sure, then then that's great tomorrow. But right. I'm going to worry about what the time I have today and and what I'm doing today and. And I, you know, I think um, if you guys, you know, use the ParentQ app, I think the ParentQ app is such a great mm. tool for those sorts of things, because it doesn't say, here's 12 things you can do today. It's like, here's a question you can ask this week, <laughs> you know, here's yeah. a video you can watch this week, you know? Um, and I I think it sets like a realistic expectation of what of spiritual growth in general, you know, right. but but specifically, what spiritual growth looks like for your child at their phase of life. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought I, that up. You know, I. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and it, it's great too because if you're stuck with even some of those questions at dinner time or bedtime, the Parent Q app, you know, has those questions right there for you. Um, yeah. You know, because we let's face it, we all have days where we just have nothing left, and so to think of a question. <laughs> yes. For sure.
1: Um, I know. Yeah. Like the parent, I mean, for those. And a great question that you can normalize is like, what, what, like high and low, like what was, what was a good, what was a good thing? What is something you're thankful for today? And what is something you hope never happens again? (laughs) Like what is, you know, and, and and just like, that can just be a normal starting point for really any, like, what's our baseline today? What, what, what 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 would, how was, how was today for you? Um, and I've found as my kids have gotten older, I have to be more specific in my questions, uh, because it's easy for like, you know, how'd your day go? It was great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, was it, or was it, or, or do you just not want to talk to me right now? Um, and I have to sort of read that, you know, for them, but to say, Hey, how, how is, and maybe even ask about a friend, like, you know, how's this friend doing? Because I think it'll show their interest. Like, oh, I really don't know. I haven't talked to them in a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well now, now I have something that I can follow up, but why haven't you been talking? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the sorts of questions that you ask can really just be about their life. Because it's in those everyday conversations that faith grows because you see, oh, this is how they need spirituality. This is how they need faith to play in this season of their life. Um, You know, I keep bringing up my son who's, who's graduating, but, you know, he's thinking about his future. He's thinking about the next steps. And it's, you know, he's like, you know, some things happened and he was like, well, I think this is what, maybe this is. God telling me this thing. And I was like, I didn't even know that he had that language, you know, Mm -hmm. and yet it was there because of this season of his life that he is in and that he's going through. Um, And so it's really just picking up on those everyday cues of of what's happening in their life. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm so glad you brought up the Parent Cue app because it's just a great resource for those questions, you know, to give us the perspective of how many weeks we have left with our kids. yes. And it ties in with the Sunday morning material, um, which is great. So this is this has been a fantastic conversation. Um, and just before we close, you know, Dan, do you have any other resources that you would recommend for parents that want to kind of step up their game in being a, a spiritual leader in their home?
1: Yeah, you know, we we have. I, I mean, I don't know if people know this, but here, we have a, actually Orange has an entire side of our organization dedicated to families dedicated to parents and so if you go to parentq.org um there are all sorts of things and what's so great it just got refreshed um it has like hot topics during right now so like on the side there's like a sidebar and it's like How do you talk to your kids about anxiety? How do you talk to your kids about grief? How do you talk to your kids about, you know, all of these different things that they're facing right now? You know, as we have seen that anxiety has increased and all these different things. But, so that's really cool, like trending topics. And then there are just lots of experts there that share wisdom after wisdom, after wisdom. Uh, That's really good. Uh, ParentQ is also on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, so definitely look at those directions there, um, okay. and there's like a backlog of podcasts. Um, they haven't. This has been a season that we haven't been podcasting uh, mm-hmm. uh, so much, but for sure there's a there's a lot of good things to listen to um, there. So yeah. Oh, that's
0: great. That's great. Okay, well, this has been such a good conversation. Dan, thank you so much for joining the Southridge community. Oh, you're welcome. It's been just a real gift to hear your heart, your love for families, your passion for the next generation, and especially for what it looks like the church to partner with parents as the spiritual leaders and the spiritual champions in their home. So thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, We will see you next week as we continue finding our way together. Take care, everyone.